0: Good morning, everybody, and welcome to our coffee chat.
1: Wait, coffee chat podcast. Coffee chat <laughs> podcast. Podcast.
0: <laughs> I don't have that southern thing. I can't say podcast.
1: Podcast. I, I don't got it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, so today we want to talk about some great Unsolved Mysteries. Um, Have you been watching the new Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix?
1: No, I have not seen the new one. Uh, I've seen like the like really old one from like the 90s and early 2000s. (laughs) Oh, I
0: love that one. I love the bad graphics. And the, creepy, the bad acting. Yes. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, no. And the bad, um, the music, it's not bad, actually. I think it's exceptionally creepy, though.
1: The bad sound effects, too, where it uses, like, that typical, like, lady screaming goes, oh! like, it's so <laughs> fake. Ah!
0: <laughs> and then they disappear for- all right so one of the ones i was looking at and this is great it is the north dakota serial killer who murdered six people they know who did it but they don't know the victims and this happened a hundred years ago it's still considered a cold case it happened um prior to 1906 because the the killer was committed to an insane asylum in 1906,
1: hmm.
0: but they don't know anything about who he killed. Isn't that strange? Because how often is it the opposite that we know the victim mm-hmm. and we don't know who did it? So this really stood out, and I mean, it happened in a time before we had a lot of DNA, we couldn't really track things by computer, it was all, you know, paperwork and word of mouth, but...
1: So how do they know that he killed anyone if they don't know at least one victim?
0: They found... The bodies buried in a crawl space under the house. Oh,
1: so they know the bodies, but they don't know the people. Yes. Okay, okay, I got you now. Interesting.
0: I think so, and I just, I wonder about that kind of thing. Um, something that fascinates me is how, a long time ago, how did they even solve these things?
1: You really had to be on your A game for that. I mean, like, I know that crime has changed over the years where it's even more complex than it used to be because like you know back in 1901 it was stealing a candy bar but now it's just like oh how can I hack the cryptocurrency like system Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) yeah right
1: (laughs) so I know a unsolved mystery and I think it's so interesting so what happened was, it was in 1940-something, and an entire room went missing. A room. Like, an entire room. Like, the walls and all went missing.
0: I'm going details. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah,
1: so, it's the mystery of the Amber Room, if I remember, that's what it was called, was the Amber Room. Mm-hmm. And it was... This room in uh, Russia, if I remember correctly. And it was in one of the, like, um, czar palaces. And it was, you know, very ornate. And it was... Everything in there was, like, very monochrome. Very amber-colored. And I forgot the importance of it, but it was was uh, stolen during the second or first world war because i can't remember like exactly when it went missing but i want to say it was the second world war and um the germans went in and stole it like they took the walls and everything and they think that like People think that it's, like, stored somewhere in, like, an underground facilities, or it might have been sold off into bits and pieces, but to this day, we do not know where the Amber Room is held, if it is still intact.
0: <laughs> I love that, though. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to go chill in my hidden, stolen room later myself, too, because who doesn't think to... St- the room.
1: I mean, it's just like one of those Facebook posts where you see someone's front porch being stolen or their front yard tree being stolen. <laughs> it's that's just like,
0: why would you want to steal that? The, uh, No, that's just the neighbor who's sick of looking at a tree and wants some sunlight. <sighs> oh, so, people. <laughs> I know, right? And I love the focus on unsolved mysteries that aren't always gruesome and murdery so something like that or stories of art that were stolen years ago um it's so interesting when we find out we have a piece in a museum and it turns out it's a duplicate Mm -hmm. that's always fun and you just wonder sometimes when art disappears and then reappears. Imagine telling the story of that piece of art. You know, the adventures that went on, the places it was, the auctions, kind of the the black market that it would have had to move in.
1: I know, it's just like, what's the payoff in the long run of like stealing like the Mona Lisa and stuff because like it's a known work of art and so like if like you're caught with it like you're gonna get caught and Uh I I don't know how to really explain it like it'd be really stressful you know getting away with stealing the Mona Lisa because you can't really sell it to anyone because they're gonna know and then Uh you know you can't present it anywhere
0: (laughs) exactly and if you were the one that got an offer to buy the Mona Lisa you'd be suspicious anyway Mm -hmm. think that was the fake one so well
1: I was gonna say unless you saw like if the news like someone was like oh they stole the Mona Lisa but then you you know there's you know that really good time to make fakes (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: right oh man Okay, so I have another one that I think is interesting because it reminds me of a book. So, Charlene Harris wrote this great series, the Aurora Tea Garden series. A lot of people are familiar with her, um, what's the Suki Stackhouse? So, True Blood, the series that ran on HBO, that was based on that series. But um, my favorite is the Aurora Tea Garden. Because it's about a librarian who solves a lot of mysteries. She's kind of like fascinated with murder mysteries. And she's part of a club. And then she starts to encounter murders in her own life, right? Hmm. So I think it's the second book. She has a friend who worked at the library forever and she died. And she left her house to Aurora Tea Garden. So she moves into this house and one day, for whatever reason, she's digging around kind of under the bookshelf and a human skull pops out. Hmm. And later she's looking through the books because she got everything in the house too. And she finds this note that says, I didn't do it. And that's all she has to work off of and... I guess, because this is the second book she's familiar with murder at this point, she doesn't go straight to the police. She starts attempting to solve what happened herself.
1: Huh. I mean, that sounds like the book that I'm reading right now called The Sundown Motel. That's a really popular book right now. And uh, it's about this aunt this girl was aunt that worked at this like very shady Bates motel like hotel motel i guess we would say uh in the 80s and she ended up missing and so she's presumed dead and so in 19 and 2017. She, uh, the main character was just like, okay, I'm tired of knowing, like, my aunt's missing. I want to know what happened to her, where she is, and why, and this and that. So, it just kind of made me think of that.
0: well it all ties together Mm -hmm. we talk about real life murders and then it ties into so many plots in the books we read um for any aspiring mystery writers it's always interesting to dig into these unsolved mysteries and kind of draw your own conclusions Mm -hmm. so by the way the book i was talking about is a bone to pick by charlene harris Hmm. Um, And so that tied into what I was thinking about, which is this murder that happened in Wyoming. Um, And we don't know when it happened, but we know that a trunk of bones were found in the 1930s in Thermopolis, Wyoming. Oh. The trunk was from the 1930s. The bones were discovered in 1986. Hmm. So I got my facts off, but... (laughs) They only identified the man as Gabby.
1: Hmm. That's it. Why did they get Gabby? I don't know. That's interesting. That's not a, uh, you know, prominent male name that I would have thought from, he was from the 30s or he was from the 80s?
0: Okay, so the trunk. Was from the 30s. Was from the 30s. And the body was from the 80s. No no (laughs) no the trunk with the body okay okay the whole package was from the 30s it It was found in the 80s okay Uh gotcha 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 too many numbers (laughs) I just think it's you know kind of awful but also kind of funny that somebody was like given this trunk as maybe part of an estate or something and they're like oh that's great I'll set it aside and then they pop it open and they're great they inherited a body Mm -hmm. as well as a cool trunk and now suddenly this is their problem
1: (laughs) (laughs) i mean like i would be very suspicious of the person that i bought it from because you think that they would know that there was a body in the trunk like unless if they're just like oh this is a neat trunk like i'm not gonna look inside it i'm just gonna start selling it like no they knew what was up
0: I know they wanted that out of their life. Mm -hmm. Um, But I mean, that's what I'm saying. What if you just inherited it? Like
1: being gifted. A body. Yeah, a body.
0: (laughs) But now we know body gifts are hidden. It comes wrapped in something good, Mm -hmm. hiding something bad. I'm thinking about what I would do if that was me. Because, I mean, there's a difference between finding, you know, a body. It's a recent crime and we're talking about old crimes. So at this point, of course you want it solved, but if this body was somewhere from the 1930s, obviously there's not a lot of evidence remaining. There's probably the person who committed it is also long gone. So at this point, I feel like it becomes more of a historical interest As opposed to an immediate crime. I mean... I mean,
1: the murder could still be alive and out there. Now, is he going to murder again now? Probably not, because (laughs) he's just old and decrepit at this point, where, like, he can't really run away. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> unless he really got like really strategic like he started just like filling people's homes with like carbon monoxide and just get away with it i don't know but not like a straight up like stab him and run away murder
0: all right so thank you everybody for coming with us on this bizarre and interesting journey <sighs>
1: We have enjoyed this new podcast format, and we hope that you did too, and if you have any additional Unsolved Mysteries you want us to look into and talk about, let us know in the comments, and let us know what you thought about these Unsolved Mysteries.
0: We are definitely here, we want to hear from you, so join us next week while we come up with yet another weird topic and journey away from that topic into the strange niches of nick's mind (laughs) oh that's a scary thought (laughs) have a great friday
1: see y'all later